This episode of Right at the Fork is brought to you by Zupans. And their new Cellar Z Regional Dinner Series, a monthly four-course dinner with wine pairings that explores culinary traditions from around the world. The first dinner is happening August 11th, which focuses on Lyon, France. Mm. Space is limited. You go to zoopens.com for tickets and info. And also, Chris, uh, we're entering the late summer produce season, which brings in local favorites like stone fruits, Hermiston melons, sweet corn, which I just love, and heirloom tomatoes. And I love those. Mm -hmm. Also in their produce department, freshly harvested variety of microgreens from Portland's innovative vertical farm. Mm. City Greens. I didn't know about that. Now i got to go check that out. Yeah, actually, Chris, you can just stop in and taste full-flavored and nutrient-packed micro-versions of arugula, pea shoots, purple kohlrabi, daikon radish, and more. It's all at Zupan's three locations. And I recommend maybe if you can go out of your way, if it is slightly out of your way, go to that Lake Grove location because they still have the Ruby Jewels cart out there in the, uh, the uh, breezeway with those ice cream sandwiches. All summer long. And they have those dinners in the breezeway, too. It's really nice out there at Lake Grove. But they mm-hmm. also have Macadam and West Burnside, both really. I love shopping there. Zoopans.com. Hi, this is Chef Jose Chess of Italian 180. I've had the pleasure of traveling to where I grew up and learned about cooking with Right at the Fork host Chris Angelo and two dozen other people twice in the last two years. We have another trip coming up to Barcelona on September 20th right after Feast Portland. We'll eat at some of the best restaurants in around Barcelona. We'll visit the beautiful setting of Canjuvine, where I learned so much under my mentorship of my friend Nando Juvine. We'll have pie on the beach, get a lesson from famed Oscar Manresa in the Boqueria, and eat Michelin star food and casually too. Barcelona is the best food city in the world. Best of all, all of us are Portlanders and have a common bond of our great city as we travel. Well, this is Chris, and I invite you to personally join Jose and me and a half dozen other fun Portlanders for our third Barcelona adventure starting September 20th for seven nights. That trip is back-to-back with our journey through Tuscany with Chef Rick of Lardo and Grassa. Call me personally for a special offer on either trip. They're coming up soon. Dial 503-395-5900 or email me at chris at portlandfoodadventures.com, but I suggest giving me a buzz. The best of Barcelona with Chef Jose Chesa and Portland Food Adventures. Thanks. Time once again for the Portland Food Scene Podcast. We call it Right at the Fork with your host, Chris Angelus from Portland Food Adventures. And over there, the ginger yeah. is Court Johnson. That's me. And uh, with KXL and Kink, and also Right at the Fork, That's we're right. happy to say. Mm-hmm. Great uh, episode today. I'm excited to, for everybody to hear the continuation of what started back in episode 44, Chris. You can go back and listen to Jose, yeah. Chessa, mm-hmm. uh, good friend, and as I said earlier when we started talking... Um, we have to do the disclosure that we do some business together yep. and uh, happy to be able to do that because he's the nicest guy and so is his wife, Christina. So we add her to the mix this time mm-hmm. um, and we get the couple who um, own Atala together mm-hmm. and 180 and just had the heartbreaking uh, task of closing one of our better restaurants in Portland. It was up there in the all the ratings. Yeah. Chessa. 
Certainly a hard decision. You can tell just by the conversation, me listening to the conversation, uh, that it was not an easy decision for them to come to, but a series of events led them to that. It couldn't have been. It it wasn't open long enough for it to... Yeah. And I know when I first spoke to... Actually, I got the news. I, I saw the press release from Jess's publicist, Melissa Broussard. It happened to come. I saw the email, and as I was reading that email, and very saddened by it, I got a call from Jose... And to tell me about it. And uh, in talking about it, he was heartbroken. And what really killed him the most was closing the restaurant that was the namesake of his father. Yeah. That, that was the toughest part. Yeah. So that couldn't have been, that was not a split second decision. I'm sure I know it came over a long period of time. Um, but they're doing some fun things with the space now. They're having paella Sundays. Mm-hmm. They're featuring Christina's uh, Puerto Rican food. Yeah. Uh, with some pop-ups, I'm sure some new things will come up. So, um, and I wanted—I thought it was a good idea because a lot of people were wondering how that happened. We're going to see lots of restaurants close as as time goes on right. with the minimum wage mm-hmm. rising. Yeah, and uh, not really a good mechanism in place to deal with that, especially with tip credits and so forth. You can go back and listen to quite a few episodes um, about that. Um, but it was good to have Christina and Jose in, and I thought. I thought it was a really fun conversation where uh, I think we heard a lot of things that we wouldn't normally hear. Right. In, in yeah, we, we find out what Jose does when he gets done with uh, work at night, what he goes home to do. Right. What their dating was like. Right. Um, and uh, a lot about his father and his son, which, you know, he's a family man. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I thought was interesting was his take on kids in his restaurant, which let's call one of the finer dining restaurants in Portland. I wouldn't say it's it's snooty. Right. But it's some of the best food, so sure. just by virtue of that, uh, Atala is a fantastic place, and his his take on encouraging people to bring kids of all ages into Atala, I mm-hmm. think that, that was really cool. I wanted to, before we start the podcast, just put a heartfelt um, shout out to my friend and a lot of people's friends in the Portland food world, Joy Church, who's uh, doggy jackpot. Hmm passed away last night she spent, she spent the better part of the last five days with him um before his passing so joy we're thinking of you and uh we all love you and i know it's one of the saddest things that can happen but for now we turn to a fun podcast with jose chessa and christina baez of Atala. what can i do to work here um, my, is that what you want to do? Yeah, yeah. We'll discuss it in September. We we have uh, how many hours on a plane together? Oh uh, goodness! We're I like, still can't we're, believe we're, that you're doing this still, <laughs> because um, the first year we got on yeah. a plane, and I said, if you want to come fly back with me, I'll be amazed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe collapse this time, you know. Maybe false. <laughs> I'm going to scare you. <laughs> well, yeah, and Jose has a... Christina, do you know this? When Jose gets on the plane, he immediately starts with the things that can go wrong. Oh, and yeah. he points out everything. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I know this. I'm very well aware. So that's, a, that's just yeah. like a habit Last of yours. Year, you it's not just me. Out of yeah. the window was a leak. There was a leak out of the window. Right. <laughs> the leak. And then on the way back, we had a we had a, someone sitting two seats in front of us yeah. that we were like, we can't go. We can't even go up there to go to the bathroom. We'll past this person yeah so lots of adventures and we did we will cover the uh you know full disclosure we uh we have been doing trips and so just so people know yeah right we do some business together 
but still, you guys are doing some incredible things in Portland. Always have made established yourselves as some key players in the Portland food world, and also two of the nicest people. <laughs> Right? Thank you, Chris. That's you. too nice. No, okay. Well, we're done. That's it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm out of here. Let's You're go. good. So, Christina, I actually, um, I don't know a lot of people who are avid listeners of the podcast, but I think you are. You, yes, you, I am. you mention it a lot. I am. What should we do that's better? What, what can we do better? <laughs> I think it's great. I listen to it when I drive, uh, running my errands. And you haven't had an accident doing no. that? Yet? No. Off in the <laughs> no. corner. No, no, no. I set it up, and then I do two or three episodes in a row, and I catch up. I think it's great. It's funny. It feels like, you know, it feels like everybody's just hanging out, and you hear a lot of people you already know. Yeah, so I think know. that's what I really like about it. We've heard from a few people recently, or I have, that we're not identifying. So if you were to mention Tommy, we just passed Tommy. Just yes, say Tommy. Yes, I saw him. We have to identify Tommy Habits of Bunk, because some yeah. people are listening, and we just assume... Everybody knows That's everybody. That's true. Now that I think about it, it is true. Yes, yeah, you're so right. We're, we're trying to do a better job. And Tommy was just here, who's like a professional radio guy now. He caught on and he was he was, he was was uh, adding in who people were. It was pretty cool. So <laughs> nice. you don't have to worry about it. We'll take care of that. So um, <laughs> Sorry. No, you don't have to worry about identifying people. So um, you just had your first paella party. Yes, at Paella Chessa, Sundays. At Chessa. Yes, Paella great. Sundays. Yeah, and uh, how'd that go? It was, it, <laughs> it was, was awesome. It was great. Um, the first time that I that I pull out the the oven, the char, the the Jasper. Yeah. And so we set up those stations. We uh, we set up all the tables, and people walked in and had a good time, and no stress for the first time. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say. Court. That's huge. You, yeah, I don't know if you're around Jose much, but I to have I don't never seen you so relaxed. <laughs> Maybe today because I'm quite sleepy. Maybe. Yeah, but it's Monday. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. He got he got a really long sleep last night. I have he, a really long sleep. I think he went sleep. to sleep at like at five p.m. I, yeah, I think yeah. I was texting you last <laughs> well, night. Well, I have a really was, I have a I had a really long Saturday. Um, I yes. got home I got home about two ish. I was at a towel at five o'clock in the morning, just grabbing some stuff for the Paya Sunday. Yeah, I'm prepping. And yeah, uh, it was a long. It was a, it was long, a long weekend. Day. Long weekend. But so. today's your Mondays are your day off. Kind Is that of. Going to change? Well, kind of. We like we have one eighty open. Uh, no, not well, not today. Yeah. Uh, for summer it's... hours, we have Monday and Tuesday. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's a Monday off. Mondays um, are his days. Are you going to open a towel on Mondays? Was that in? Uh, well, we're working. Well, we're working to to get a towel of seven days. Uh, we're not there yet because we are acquiring more uh, people just to make sure, like we we have all the staff trained and and just ready to open. Once we end, we're just gonna go for it. You know, seven days. Seven so, days. do you have some of the staff that was at Chesa Chesa over at Atala now? Some, 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 yeah. But um, if they're not at Atala, I. I work with everybody individually and just help them as much as I could um, find something else. You know a few people. <laughs> you can get that done. So take us through a little bit. I know that that your recent decision on Chessa, yeah. I mean, that ha- that was heartbreaking it's for hard. you and a lot of people because <laughs> you put, I know I was in Spain with you right after you had gone to purchase all yeah. the yeah. beautiful equipment that you have there. Yeah. You, had, you were so excited about it and I know it had to be heartbreaking. Take us through... Kind of what happened and 
and the decision making process and how how that was for you. If you don't mind, if you don't want to relive it, that's fine. No, too. no, that's fine. I mean, it it's things okay. you know things happens and and you know it's the reality of the business since, too. Since the really beginning of the year, uh, through the really crazy winter, um, that affected a lot of people, affected a lot of business, not in just this field, you know, other fields affected as well. But you know, we were brand new. You know, still brand new and big and big, uh, which you know, it's it matters a little bit as well because you know we were a big restaurant, but uh, we were just like starting off the year and just uh, along with everything just stopped. Yeah, everything just yeah. stopped. And uh, did that happen at Atala too? Or Atala happened. It did, but I think Atala is so it's established. You know, it's gonna Atala's gonna be four. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's a different game. Some people don't realize, you know, they're two different, completely different restaurants in two completely different neighborhoods. But neighborhoods really matter in Portland. To me, I live where I have to drive everywhere. So the the small wares argument when that closed and yeah. that was in the tough neighborhood, I never really get it because I, I got to really drive got wherever I go anyway. And so I don't really get that. But so you... There's definitely a difference between Northwest 23rd yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and down there in Broadway. And we used to live right there on 22nd yeah. off of Fremont. So we knew the neighborhood and we loved it. Mm-hmm. We loved that neighborhood. And, and I, we still I remember do. people raving when you opened it. Thank yeah. God there's a great, and 180, there's two places yeah. you can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But, it but, just, you know, we, we started in February, didn't have the patio, right? So we're taking things slow. It is a bigger restaurant, but I mean, it's big in space, but it's just more comfortable. And then come the winter, I mean, everything just stopped for about six or seven weeks. It just stopped. And so you either had to close for the night, and I don't know if you made that decision very often, or open and be paying people to be there in yeah. an empty restaurant, well, almost empty restaurant. And rest- that was fine, because then Jose was there, or we were there. We were just focusing that our staff was safe at that point. Um, but, but the, more than anything, yeah, you had to make the, those calls a few times um, during the, all the weeks that we had snow and Portland stopped. But it was, it was more than that. You know, everything stopped. People stopped going out as much. And then I think the very key factor is as simple as we don't have any investors. It's us. You know, we love this industry. We don't see each other doing anything else other than this. And we had to make the right decision at the right time and it just came to that. So you didn't have anybody to go to to say, hey, we need another $50,000 to uh, tide us. Yeah, because the summer was around the corner. I mean, it's great. Everybody's, it's out and having a blast. We are. So, yeah. The thing is a really uh, hard decision to open a restaurant and close a restaurant. So the thing is, um, in order to push the restaurant longer, in order to put the restaurant float, that will cost a lot of money. So those decisions are really, really big to take. You know, firstly because we do have a family, we do have uh, restaurants that we have to protect, and I think it's a, it's a good way to understand that we can, we have to make a stop, even though we have a such a good feedback and and people have been really supportive. No. So um, we just, I mean, I it's hasn't been easy for myself. This year, you know, a lot of sleepless times, and and you don't sleep enough as it is. So to <laughs> I to yeah, stress. I do not sleep enough as <laughs> as I would. But you know, it just um, it, it's a time that we have to clear our minds and just keep moving forward, and and, and just uh, a door closes and, and door will open. Did you fi- did you 
Did you consult with your father about this? What did he have to say about the whole well, thing? Well, my dad quite not understand. Like really, I mean, it's it's not like I can't I can explain to my dad what happened detailly. It's so a different generation. It's it's a different generation. I mean, my my dad had a restaurant for thirty four years. It still have the restaurant. Um, sometimes he does not understand how restaurant works here. There's no lease increase in Spain every year. There's a lot of facts that in Spain we don't have to pay, we don't have to go through. It is really hard to... Well, to he's also been there 34 years. He's not jumping through hoops for with the health yeah, department exactly. and, the, right? and with minimum wage, all yeah. this stuff for it you just, guys. I think like it surprised him, but they definitely talked. Yeah. I mean, we, we talk to them every day. Yeah, and but uh, they definitely talked, talk and it was just hard. I talk, yeah. I talk at least four times, at least four or five times a week. Oh, yep. So, I but, think it's really important for me. It's really important if you have your parents alive, if you get along well, you have to have the communications because one day they will not be longer there. That's yeah, true. Right. So that's that's how you keep your culture moving on and just pass on your kids yeah. and then I think it's one of the fact that for me matters a lot and of course as well yeah. yeah and you you have I adore your father Thank I've you. had the good opportunity I've you. had the opportunity to <laughs> we have such a meet class. him and have uh, a couple of really fun um, few days with him um, he tells me sometimes like when you were uh, translated on Google is <laughs> sitting down in the San Sebastian on in the bench the park, yeah. Yeah, on the park bench and <laughs> I had no coverage so I was <laughs> stuck I don't I know I told you this but the coolest thing was I hadn't taken Spanish since uh, college and that was actually the class where I Whoa. met the woman who would become my wife so I wasn't paying much attention to Spanish <laughs> but, so I'm sitting there with him and we had been in Spain for 10 days at yeah. that point in time and I actually got to the point where I was starting that day hmm. To think in Spanish for the Whoa. first time, and it was the strangest feeling because I've never thought in another language. But I was thinking of you know walking through doors and puerta. It was actually starting to happen. So I was forced. What happened was, I don't know if you heard the story, Christina, but uh, Jose said we'll meet you back here in an hour, and he thought it was another bench, and we thought it was another bench, a different bench. <laughs> so I'm sitting with his father for an hour. We don't speak the same language at all. Yeah. Jose had been doing all the translation for four days. Everything we said to each other, which was a lot. We really liked each other. <laughs> but, 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 but back and forth. And now we didn't have him. So I'm trying to communicate with him for an hour. I got no coverage. And right? I bet Remember? you he spoke to you in Spanish, right? Like, oh, no there problem. Was no ing- yeah. Yeah. But and so I was really trying. By the end, by the last 15 minutes, there was stuff coming out of my mouth in Spanish. And then, then we found you. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, it was it was a remarkable time, and um, it was right after my father passed away. And I just thought your your dad was the, the coolest guy, and Thank you. just genuine. He's yeah. just genuine. So he's he's a special human being. I adore him. I had him, and I still do. And I hold him so super high, especially after my father passed away. But I talked to him, and I've I've had conversations with him that I don't think I've had with anybody else. It's just in a very fatherly way, you know, and just looking at him and and saying like, fuck, you know, I miss my dad and this is so unfair when, when my dad passed away. And but he, he get it, you know, he got it. He didn't say anything, He just a look. He's just a really genuine he man. He is, he is. 
And he couldn't understand why I was ordering water <laughs> all over the place. Paying seven dollars for a bottle of oh, water. Oh, that's a big like, no-no in Spain. Order the wine. Why are you drinking wine? It's like, and then I finally, it was a year later, where I said to my son, I said, I finally get fa- Jose's father I, because <laughs> this is stupid that we're paying all this money for water. <laughs> yes. Everywhere we go. Anyway. Uh, I digress, but uh, we're going to have the opportunity to see him in a couple of months. Right. So, looking forward to Lucky that. Lucky you guys. So, and I know you were heartbroken for you, I, and I think it's the European in you and the, the Spaniard in you, but you, it, it was a personal thing, closing a restaurant named Chessa that was named after your father. Not after you. It, w- it was named after your father. It was a personal indeed, yeah. It was, um, yeah, uh, is a heartbroken uh, feeling that uh, you know it's it's not just closing a restaurant it's a name it's a history it's a it's opening my, my dad came we opened the restaurant together uh, the time with Christina spent opening time I spent hours it's uh, personal it's it's period. a lot of you know yeah. it's 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 it still is it's still it still carries over my but, head, but you know, but. in the long term, it's just gonna—it's gonna be an experience you look back on for that, sure, and then you're gonna remember a lot of the good parts for of sure. it. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, yeah. that's life. It's an adventure. Not everything is, uh, and you have—you have not only each other to lean on through this tough time, but you got this incredible food community that was all, you know, totally yeah. behind you. Yes, and still is. And um, so it's—you know—you're way younger than. I am. <laughs> so I can just say uh, it's just going to, you'll look back and you'll learn some things and you got a lot, so many things in front of you. So I want to I want to hear from you, Christina. We did episode number 44 yeah. with Jose and one of my favorite interviews because he got, he got teary at one point when he was talking about his love for you <laughs> in, a, in a good way. Okay. <laughs> so, so I wanted to I would ask, do this again again. No. Are, you, are you bringing this back again? No. Never, we're the whole get... city, listen, the whole city knows <laughs> our love story. No, oh, goodness. no. I'll tell you whoa, what, I would, I would love it if the whole city oh. knew. No. I think a small percentage of the city knows, so you don't have to worry about that. But um, I wanted to hear, how, how in hell did you fall in love with this guy? <laughs> I mean, he has an incredible smile. I still look at it's his a smile. smile and it just melts. Was that, the, was that the thing that did it? It was the smile? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just everything. It really, we met, I mean, it's a long story, but I went to Spain to do a, an internship at a three Michelin star restaurant. He had already been there. And long story short, I ended up going with my neighbor who happened to be the sommelier's apprentice to a club in the town, which was the only club. It's a super small town. And there was nobody there. And it was about 1230, you know, midnight. And I'm I'm exhausted. I had just flown in. It was a long trip. And she convinced me to go out. And I didn't want to go out. So I'm there and I'm going, oh, shit. you know, it's late. I don't even want to be here. And there's nobody. You know, she's telling me that this party's going to be great. And I'm like, nope. Nada. What's the name of the town? Uh, San Celoni. San Celoni. And we went to this this club called Cuatra, which means four. And it was a four walls, and there was a bar on two corners. And within 15 minutes of me complaining, I was just tight, shoulder to shoulder. It was packed with people. And just loud and music and everything. And this little group kind of starts approaching us. 
And I see him. Nobody had introduced us, but I see him dancing by himself. Is he a good in dancer? In the floor. Yeah, he's a good dancer. Oh, he just said After no. After a few um, rum and cokes. <laughs> no, there was no rum and coke. I was holding a coke. You were holding just a coke with just no rum. Just a coke, no rum. I, which I didn't believe. Yeah. I had to taste yeah. it. I was like, no way you're not drinking At the time, alcohol. I wasn't drinking at all. Only yeah. coke. Only co- and I haven't tasted coke. You for, still really yeah. don't drink. Maybe but um, yeah, you're not a big drinker. Uh, are you? I like wine. I like. Yeah. I really like wine. Yeah, but I'm not a drinker. Mm-hmm. I, you know, no, it's not things that I. Yeah. All right. So back to no. And then you know, I, I saw him dancing, and he turned around, and we looked at each other, and he smiled, and I was like, oh my god, he's so gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> and um, somebody noticed who works at the restaurant and introduced us, and that was it. We talked. I don't know. It was until three in the morning or more. Yeah, we're, we talked all night and dance. We're watching. We're watching Bad Boys. Oh yeah, then we ended yeah. up watching Bad, Bad Boys, Boys too, the movie. Bad, Bad I didn't even know Bad Boys. So, yeah. Who's in Bad Boys? Will Smith. Will Smith and <laughs> uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Yes, Martin, Martin Lawrence. Martin. Yeah, Martin yes. Lawrence. Yeah. I noticed on the flight, your choice of movies is way. Di- I don't know what you're watching. <laughs> so I look over uh, the, the screen over there. I mean, what the hell? I know. I'm, yep. I'm watching comedy stuff. You know, HBO action. comedy He's stuff. Yeah, action, cars. Action stuff. Yep, Always. yep, yep. He's got to, there's cars involved. It's got to be cars involved in action. So you like cars crashing through the air? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just watch Fast and Furious, like, How many <laughs> like times have you times. seen that? I mean, it's not quite real. I mean, it got to the point, they didn't, I mean, what's... Oh, it was entertaining. The, yeah, but, you know, it's just like, it's a lot of fantasy. At the yeah, end. yeah. So but people may not know, but you're you're a car fanatic. So oh I'm, a, I'm extremely I'm yeah. extremely car fanatic. So you uh, you read all the magazines. Yes. So we're on a mission yeah. to try to get you into a a towel colored BMW M3. <laughs> M3, M3. M3. Yeah. Right. Let's so we're it. on a mission. I'm working on it. I'm, <laughs> so I'm, I'm calling the BMW dealers. Anybody who knows anybody out there. Uh, and I think people do, the BMW dealers, the BMW, the Portland BMW yeah. Association. I'm talking, I want to talk to the folks at the auto show. We're going to get you some deal. I don't know so if I told might, you. Listen, he might have a heart attack. When when we started dating, um, he would drive me because he had a car, so he would drive me back to my apartment. Very is very much courtship-like. He was always asked me out on a date and you know very old school which i adore but he would was be he good able, at making moves on you at the end did he, he was know, totally did he, know the, he, he knew were you he easy knew. too nope. it, no no you, i'm puerto rican i'm not not easy I at don't know. all i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so he one of the games we would play because he always said how much he loved cars and i was like oh come on i mean every guy loves cars yeah, they all say that it's and like he was like, like no you don't he was like you don't understand i really like you i haven't even read the magazine from last <laughs> week and i'm like what but um he would be driving and he can tell the make of the car just by looking at the taillights or uh, looking at the front lights I, so he it's and I, insane. One, of, one of the uh one of the things we have in common is that when i was a kid we used to hitchhike all over town like you could in those days this yeah back in the late 60s early 70s and I could tell any car from a quarter mile away or a half mile away he by the headlights. Yeah. But I they're harder now because they all have similar looking yeah. headlights. In those days, they all had a little character. Uh, I can, he can them. tell. I can he compete. can tell. You can, I, you can still, oh, yeah, I can. to this day, you can stand, oh, yeah, 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 you can yeah, yeah. stand I, on Broadway I, I, and watch cars coming oh, and tell us what it is. Absolutely. Yep, yep. I honestly spend at least one hour on watching YouTube videos after service, when I get home, every single day, <laughs> true story. At least, eh? Motor Trend, Car and Driver, uh, 
every single day yeah. before going History to sleep. History, make, Always. build. He knows like the kind of leather. Always. It's, it's, yeah. And you know, my dr- I don't know if I told you my dream. My dream will be to have a, um, you know, Laguna Seca? Yeah. So imagine have a race like that with a restaurant next to it. <laughs> To feed people. It's and not going to happen in Portland, <laughs> my friend. You got to get out of here. <laughs> and and have a restaurant uh, with a you know in in a race track so I can drive and cook at the same time. This is the thing <laughs> that, that he adores. Yes, that's that's fully. my dream. Yeah, that will be my dream, hands down. You're hands young. Down. You're going to make that happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> drive and cook. At wait a minute, not drive and eat. Drive and cook at the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. It's cook. It's drive and cook. It's got to be a Tesla. Maybe man, in Dubai. You have the screen no, in front no, of no Tesla. For, no, I'm against. I mean, I'm against Tesla. You're against it just because. You and Trump. You, you can hear nothing. Oh no! <laughs> no. no, no, does not take no, it there. No, 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 no. <laughs> Tesla, I mean, one so of the best. So that's not a real car to you. One of the, it's for electric? me, one of the best things for me just to hear the sound of they're the exhaust <laughs> and the motor so and the engine behind it. What's, uh, what happened to you? You don't think they're going to put software no, no, no. in the car to well, make that happen? No, no, you no. Can no. It's the not. Sound? It's it's going to be cheating. But let me tell you something. Like Tesla, like all electric cars, is exactly they work exactly like an iPhone or a Samsung. What's happening today? You'll have a three hundred mile autonomy. In three years, here we go. You'll have 185 mile autonomy. The batteries, they're like a phone. They have to improve. They have to. Uh, for me, I think they have to improve a lot in the in the future. We've, okay, we've you know what? I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> I went and bought you a, 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 tes- a three a Model Three. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna take no. the deposit back. Okay, uh, just because I love you so much, <laughs> I thought you'd like it. I got mixed up with the BMW again, M3 and the Model Three. But again, the new Tesla PS 100D. It's the fastest. Car in the world, zero to sixty, two point nine seconds. There you go, two point nine. Yeah, like he—he's okay mm-hmm. with electric Are you a cars. Car person? I all? like them. I, are you kidding me? You have to like them to to just at least it's, live next to This is a tough to city Jose. to be a car person in. Yeah. She loves she loves Subarus. <laughs> she she loves mama's cars. So I'm, uh, I'm, oh no no, no no! Keep my Mustangs and yes. my Subarus. Leave them alone. <laughs> So and so what? Uh, yeah. Never had a minivan between the two. No, no, no. no, no. no. I'm gonna say the F word. We. You can no. say you can curse here. <laughs> You're allowed to. She she got one in you before. Can. Fuck no, freaking. I don't. No. I mean, I don't. No. I don't want no. a minivan. <laughs> no. They're okay. I'm wondering what you think of my element. Uh, you know what? what do you Actually, do? I no, love the element that part. is really nice yeah. to like wash it off in the inside with the hose. No, it's a mine huge, doesn't it's do a that. Mine's car a sport version. You can't yeah. do that. It's great car. Uh, okay. It's huge in Puerto Rico. I love it. Uh, Take it, really? it to the beach. They're big out here. I see them everywhere. It's it's, it's a good nuts. car. Speaking of the beach, when are we going to get you out to the oh, beach again? Man. And so it was like work to get you to <laughs> you three to come out to yeah. to Manzanita, and it's for me that's a shame. You live in this beautiful state, and you. I'm it one was, of the reasons I think great. maybe closing Chessa will be a good thing is I hope you are, have the opportunity to take just a little more time off. Yeah, that was before Chessa too. Yeah. Still, it was before. You, it was you before. came out for two nights. You couldn't manage the two. You could only manage the one. I know. Yeah, but it's I will. Just, so. Yeah, it was great though. I mean, we take our time. We have we're big on family breakfast. So we spend a lot of time with Ethan, our son, in the mornings. Um, him and Jose, you know, during school year have their mornings. It's just them. And then I have the afternoons. So, and then at some point earlier during the week, um, we have one or two lunches. So so there's time. I mean, we take time. Um, 
in Portland, <laughs> within the city. Would you encourage Ethan to get into cooking when he gets a little older? Would I, you dissuade him? I just well, want him to do whatever you, he wants to do. You, you're going to want him because you're <laughs> well, father and your relationship with your father. Well, well, let me tell you something. Despite the passion of my craft, which is cooking, Ethan... Who knows? I mean, he's four. He's four. I mean, I I got into like in your works difference. Like, in when you reach fourteen, you sit down with a with a teacher psychologist, and he asks you several questions, mm-hmm. and he gives you a report of all your assignments throughout the years back, and tells you what you want to do, what you want to yeah. do, what you're good at. Because now, before going to college, you're doing two years, but you're gonna go into a field towards that. Uh, that field that you love to, like either technical so or, or attorney or dentist or dentist. So, so I, I remember there was two things for me. First thing is like, okay, I like cooking. And it was true because, you know, I was a eater. I was, I was really chubby. You know, it was chubby plus. <laughs> or chubby plus you slash can eat, chubby man. plus. Yes. I eat, I eat. And you eat pretty quickly. It goes, I, I, you, <laughs> you and Gary the foodie, man, it's like a shovel. I, yeah, yeah, I, I eat pretty quickly. He yeah. does. Um, yeah, that's one, of, that's one of my downsides. But um, the second thing was. I think that's because you're always so busy. You don't have time to. Oh, no, 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 no. no. This, is, even, this even is him. If okay. I sit down a house in my yeah. house, I'm in a rush always. We, we could to be do, assi- oh, to yeah. do what? And his to, father to said that the, the, oh. his father's the yeah. same way. It's yeah. it's it's this yeah. sort of life speed. Yeah. They run at a higher speed yeah. than right. everybody else, uh, and it's uh, it's and their normal. That, but do you also think that contributes to his being, uh, you know, a stellar chef? That that's I deep. think so. Yeah, I, I see you I going. Think so. That's what you oh, do. You're moving yeah. all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah, I think um, so. I think so, hundred percent. But I mean, he had, we both had family that owned and operated and, or cooked at a restaurant. He he had his dad, which is super close. I had my grandma. I don't know how much. I mean, I know your dad supported you once you decided you wanted to cook. But for me, it was different. My grandma did not want me to cook, and she would tell me. What did she want you to do? She's like, you're what so- were you supposed to be? I was supposed to be an architect or a lawyer. Oh, okay. Yeah, I even I got into. A good, a great I, I got into pre-law, and um, I was. I don't. We got married, and I was gonna start what, like three days after our wedding. Yeah. 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 And I had already graduated from a bachelor's on on culinary school, but no, it's just not. It's not me. It's so, not my life. You <laughs> know what? A lot of people don't know is Christina is one of our best chefs in Portland. <laughs> Right, I know. I mean, I, she cooks for me I, all the time. I've not only had her food. Well, you know that, <laughs> but I've had her food at the pop-ups, the yeah. Patria yeah, pop-ups, yeah. and then. I, but I've heard from other people. I've actually heard people say, you know, she's actually a little better than Jose. No, right? no, 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 I'm no, no. Totally cool with that. On, on, on different, yeah. on different right. levels and different things. And I think they've said that in kind of, but it's yeah. not. So, it was never a slight to Jose. It was just a, <laughs> hey, she's she's incredible. Oh, it's not all. Thanks. It's not all Jose. Uh, yeah. In that family. so Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. Right at the Fork is brought to you by Standard TV and Appliance. Standard TV and Appliance offers the largest selection, fast delivery, professional installation, and live kitchens where you can try before you buy. Oregon-based and family-owned, setting the standard since 1947. Standard TV and Appliance is your place for quality Gen Air appliances and more. 
Portland Food Adventures. Imagine eating your way through Barcelona with Italo's Jose Chesa or Tuscany with Lardo and Grasa's Rick Giancarelli. Join right at the Fork host Chris Angeles with these great chefs in Europe this fall. Get more information under the blog tab at portlandfoodadventures.com where you can contact Chris directly. And by Zupans. Unsurpassed quality. From the best meats and wines to local baked goods, fresh flowers, and an extensive craft beer selection. Step into Zupans and be inspired for your next meal. Food-loving customers as well as local chefs know that Zupans is the place to find the very best Northwest Bounty in Portland. West Burnside, Southwest McAdam, and Lake Oswego. Local and family-owned for over 40 years. Zupans Markets. So back, back into your question. So the second thing was... So like, what do you like? What was the second thing that you like? Well, I like languages. Like, so he looked at my report, and the 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 highest level on my all my assignments was languages at school. So I decided, what should I do? And I asked my parents. I remember, you know, going home, asked my parents. My dad said one thing really clearly. He said, "Listen, you have to be happy with what you're gonna do. No matter the job that you're choosing, you have to be." push yourself to the best because there's a lot of competition in every single field. But you're not going to come to my restaurant. I'm not going to give you a job and buy you a motorcycle or a car and have it easy. It's not going to happen that way. My parents weren't able to pay me a culinary school back in the day. And I worked my ass off all my life to achieve what I have achieved. So I'm gonna work hard, I'm gonna keep working hard, I'm gonna pay you the best going to school, and we're gonna pay you every place that you go to become a good chef. That's what his dad say said. Like so, and I remember, yeah. and I remember that. You know, I went to Barcelona culinary school and he he I mean I again there's no thank you enough for my dad and my mom. Do uh, you or do you th- are you driven to prove to him that you've that you did what he wanted you to set out to do? Is, well, is a lot of your drive show my dad what well, I've done? I think I have been not just mentioning, I've been showing the thankfulness that I have for my parents, especially my dad when it comes to cooking. Uh, in order what we have now, no matter if you closing a restaurant, no matter if, but the thing is, things happens for a reason. Any things you you have to keep moving on and moving forward and and, and I, I have to step in real quick. He's Jose is super humble and it's it's a hard question what you just asked and he's not going to be able to answer it. But from you know being together now twelve plus years, yes, he is. Short answer, that's it. And he doesn't even. I mean, both of them when you see his dad and him talking about food and you know when he said he comes home and watches the the car videos right to wind down after work another thing he does sometimes not all the time is call his dad on facetime because we finally taught him how to do facetime and they'll talk about new new, that's after work for you yeah that's after work and you're getting his dad in the morning which is great so i hear them talking about maybe a new dish that Jose's working on. So so there's an ip- input in there from, you know, my father-in-law. And their relationship is it's beautiful. You know, they're both kind of they both deeply and dearly respect each other. And he is definitely driven. 
just just by this something with his dad. I don't even know how to explain it. I don't think he knows how to how to say it, but he is. And you see it, you feel it when you hear them talking. You yeah, feel no, it, you know, well, they have these I was drawn and I got to I and I've said this a lot and not to well, yes, mention our trips. I get the opportunity that you don't really have. <laughs> Christina, I get to hang out with Jose when he's fairly relaxed yeah. and just eating and not cooking. But I had this, I think, of this privilege of going to Spain. Yeah, if we never do a trip together again, I got the opportunity to witness the relationship that they had in a very meaningful way. And we went to like restaurants that your dad really dug. Yeah. And that's so their he, language. Yeah, so. You've seen them eat together, right? Yeah. That's their thing. They they have a few bites and they start smiling and you know, but that, yeah, that's what you That's what you have in common. Do you, if we were gonna, uh, if he was gonna make something for us, what would he cook that would be so, inc- that, would, that would blow us away? Uh, <laughs> <Everything>. Probably, <laughs> has he, well, well probably his signature dish, which is basically, um, uh, veal tripe yeah. with Teresa stew. Oh my god! That that attracted a lot of crap in Spain. Like it just that was his. How many pounds he made uh, on Friday? So veal no, no, that was a no, that was on Fridays. It was a Wednesday okay. dish. Okay, <laughs> there and, we go. And he and he had this clay pot, and he did thirty pounds. Yeah, and he served spoons out of uh, like portions, a bowl, like yeah. like a bowl, little plates. He would go through 30 pounds in two hours, hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. So, yeah. is there any way we that, can arrange that in September? <laughs> um, you, what can we, yeah, we can make it happen. Sure. Yeah. There you I go. love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make it happen. Okay. Yeah. I think you like, I don't know if you like that, tripe. I don't know if you, oh, you're going to like it. I'm, this is called Portland Food Adventure. <laughs> That's what we're there <laughs> for. It's like, let's try new things. Sorry, I don't mean to no, no, get no, into no. that, but it's... It's part of it's what so we have good. in common, yeah. so I want to... So, I think Ethan is way too young now, but he will do what he loves to do. But we, I think, not that I think, like, you cannot force anyone to do... Yeah. I, I think it's... No, and but I've so, heard a lot of people sitting in your seat that said, I will, I will tell my son or daughter not to do this. No, I um, mean, I, I will for sure tell him... The reality of it, and then if you still want to do it, then cool, do it, and I'll we can support tell, you and still love you and we, help you. We can tell him how much a doctor makes here a year compared <laughs> to a chef. So it's like, oh, okay, uh, well, you can get a a Ferrari at fifty. You like? In- <laughs> He's got to. There speak you go. Terms, right? he, speak in, oh, define it in car terms. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So yeah. what, and what would be the dream? Uh, the BMW M3 is one thing, but yeah. the dream absolute—you've won the lottery. What car would you? Whoa. If I win the lottery? Well, if you had, if you had <laughs> more money, <laughs> you see that face. He's like, Listen, if, if I win the lottery, okay, forget the M3. I'm going to Ferrari. Ferrari. <laughs> oh yeah. Which one? The Calif- California. Uh, the, the new no, the new eight eight hundred twelve TB, which is eight hundred brake horsepower. Okay. Um. So I'm here to tell anybody <laughs> listening, if they can make that or even the M3 happen, <laughs> you're going to get lots of free meals at, uh, at Oh, yeah, a, at and a, a lot listen, of churros and okay, a lot of uh, meals. Please listen, BMW Portland, <laughs> right now. <laughs> Jose is speaking. Me, if there's me. any way an M3 at Tallable can happen, we can arrange something for I, the restaurant. I had fun. I invite, we went to the car show. We, we went to the auto show last year. You took a Sunday and went to the auto show, and it was so fun watching him. Like he was like taking my son. 
Yeah. Except the only thing that you weren't doing that my son used to do is push every, and I used to do it too. Used to go to the New York <laughs> show, pushing every button all the time. But no, you, were, you he, got the feel for the yeah. the wheel. He the, got. I bet you he sat on every car that he could and just went like this. He, and if he could he close the door, he would. Yeah. In that one area where there were Audis and BMWs, of course. Yeah. that was your. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That that was where the majority of your time was spent, and I think you almost lost Ethan too. I think you almost left him. You know. <laughs> It was more important to sit in those cars. Oh, hey, your son's over there, dude. <laughs> in the uh, stroller. <laughs> in 1991, my parents took me an auto show in Barcelona, and my first car was a 323 Coupe BMW. I remember that was your show. first car, or the first car no, that I sat that yes. I sat in. What was the first car you had? Uh, there was an Opel, which which it, here was a pile of shit yeah. in, in the United States. <laughs> Opel. There was a small um, sporty car, two doors. Black, I loved it. I mean, it's the it first car. It was a great car. car. I met him in that car. I love I that gonna, car. I was just about to say, <laughs> yeah. big enough for two for so. romantic. It's the smaller the better for yeah, yeah, yeah. romance. Dry, he drove me one time in that car. What was that? Uh, the top of the mountain, yeah. and we saw full moon. It was it was great. Do you yeah. remember your first meal together? Whoa! Fuck, you got us there. Yeah, I, I mean, you. meal. It was a family meal at a restaurant, probably. But yeah. but it was that. That fancy restaurant. That was I like think, the first date meal. Was a great local restaurant. Yeah, they had those raviolis. Had the, yeah, you had these raviolis stuff with pear and just, something. Yeah, just, and a steak. Yeah. So do you guys? You don't really get out to eat very much because you got a kid. You don't have full. <laughs> You well, no, full, we do. You take, do you take him with you to find dining? Every time. He went to his first five-hour course Ooh. meal at Kanjuan. Oh, that. Yeah. Um, yes. Oh, yeah, you guys go. <laughs> and he was maybe, what, like 14 months? Yeah. And he, I mean, it was tough, but he made it through. Well. <laughs> but we take him everywhere. I think even, you know, even when he was a baby and, and to this day, you take him and well, they, you expose them and you expose your children. Is he and, quiet? No. Oh, my God. You know, Ethan. He is a chatterbox. Well, I know. So that... He could be the host at a Taula nowadays. <laughs> Hello. How are you? What's your name? My name is Ethan. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Let me tell you, um, and I tell every single one, every single customer, every single one, um, there's a, a lot of uh, kids in general are really important at the restaurants. And I tell every single family that comes to the hotel, it's like, I highly encourage you to bring your kids I, firstly, I love kids. I love, uh, you know, see kids at the restaurant. Why? Because nutrition, it's the most important thing. And it's the future. Firstly, the kids are the future. And to be nourished properly, it, it's really important. It's a, it's a really important fact that a lot of people do not know. But to bring kids with you at the restaurant and to able to have them try new things I think it's really important yeah. because even if they don't like them like, yeah. they don't and, like and what they try Poland has a Poland has such a great good feedback when it comes to good food like good source I mean you have all the good source here yeah, you and know, from the market and, from and the farmers for while I was about to go down the road where I was about to say I'm not really crazy about sitting next to kids in restaurants <laughs> but it's I, not for everybody yeah, <laughs> but I can really you know you make a good point because yeah. if you're developing people who yeah. are adventuresome and aren't going to aren't going to look and go, "Ooh, I hate fish," or you yeah. know, uh, when I meet 
and no slight to the people they've yeah. that was yeah, yeah but when i see picky people i'm just thinking that was your childhood yes. someone didn't expose you to, for the most part you can't blame Agreed. parents for everything yeah. no for but, sure you can't blame them but i we love kids we say to people just always bring them they're not a problem yes kids might be loud or whatever but you bring toys, you I bring take, crayons. <laughs> I, gra- I grab them if the parents allow me. I always grab them run yeah. to the kitchen. I'll bring them on the kitchen all we'll the time. We'll hang out. I'll give them some treats. I'll make them try things if the parents allow me. I mean, yeah. I, that's, everything. That's cool. So, and, and I might point out that when I, initially when you opened Chessa and I said, what's the difference between two restaurants? You said, well, Chessa is uh, is after my father. It's, oh, yeah, it's, it's the grandpa, the, yeah. It's the grandpa. and. Atala is really, my, it's more playful, and I yeah. view it as my son's restaurant. Yeah. So, um, so that's cool. So uh, do you get time to do something other than food stuff? Um, I mean, we, that's what we love. Yeah. <laughs> that's we it. We do. We do. We take well, hikes when we can or uh, go to the lake. Yeah. Well, the most important thing for me every day is just to spend time with Ethan in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Hands down, hang out. Hands yeah. down, yeah. That the the that being close every day, that connection, the the share that I have, especially myself before getting to the restaurant, for me it's really important. Which I never had that back in, when I was a kid. Right. Why I was raised my my grandma. My dad had a restaurant. He worked the whole clock. He started at six. No, he started five fifty nine, and he came back. Nine, 9.30, I was asleep. He woke up, he wasn't there. I came, I wasn't there. Only on a Sunday. So it is, for me, it's it's huge. The connection that I have with my dad, even though we never spent, I, I cannot remember. There's no memories for me like going in the park with him. There's not going into a tennis table tournament with me. There's not going, no place. Not even a parent's meeting at school. Not because he didn't want it, it's because he was, Couldn't. it yeah. was, in a good way, a slave in his own restaurant. And that, it cannot happen. I have to make my best. I have to achieve and accomplish my goals along with the time span with my son, obviously with Christina. I'm just talking about Ethan, which, you know, he's four now, but he'll grow so fast. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I have a person really close to me, which is my sister. She's a teacher psychologist. It's a, she, she really focuses on, on kids. Um, and she always tells me it's really important the first age from zero to five. It is the most important time the parents have to, you know, the, the closeness to, to you. So, and his dad always tells him too, like, you his, know, spend. Does, does he say, I, that was, oh, I regret yes. that? Oh, and, yes. And so, yes, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And he says, you know, he's super happy that. Jose gets to do that with Ethan and he'll he'll tell us both yeah. like it's so good that you get to do it like you don't understand that's a treasure you know and because we we, we went through like the the closing of Chessa yeah. she and I together the one thing that it helps me clear my mind is Ethan yeah just spending time you and you have more time to do that so and you have more time to devote to not that there, you needed to necessarily uh-huh. but you have more time to devote to a taula to tune that up a little bit from where you in your mind i mean i know that most when you watch euro dreams of sushi and you talk to you always feel like you can get better that 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 that, you got to get better because if you don't you're gonna yes it's gonna go backwards yes 
So and also, you, are you putting some more energy towards it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. I think I'm putting a lot of energy. I've always been putting a lot of energy, but the thing is, I, I always challenge myself when it comes to food and just keep on doing new things, keep on bringing um, new items, uh, playing with other things. Um, we have to always think that uh, we have 180. 180, it's the second, the second place, and also. Chessa we have now for events and pop-ups and Christina's going to do some Puerto Rican pop-ups, Patria. We're going to do some Paya Sundays. Yeah. And I think it's it's going to be, who knows? Right. Well, you've got a, yeah. there are a lot of new things. What do you think of the, uh, all of a sudden, in the last few months especially, <laughs> but it's Spanish food has become the thing in Portland. I mean, a few years ago it was ramen. <laughs> and now all of a sudden it's, it's a pretty big deal. What do you think? I think it's such a pride, the... You know that Spain can be, you know, can be big, can be big in Portland. You know, which is a big food community, and and I think it was great. I think it played a really good role, and yeah, I think. Well, the thing is that we've got this wonderful food community here, and the f- few times I've been to Barcelona, I've always thought, man, this is Portland on steroids. Yeah, really, it's right. It really. I agree. I mean, I haven't. I don't know it as well, but you've introduced me, yeah. thankfully, to all these great places. And so it's pretty cool that, um, you know, as such a great, you know, Italy's, fan, uh, you know, everybody talks about, and we all know I mean, Italy's got great food, in, but the food culture in Spain is really... Yeah, food culture huge. in general is, is incredible, and you, I love food history. So when, when you start looking at food and what it means to society and how, you know, history-wise has evolved, you get a lot of... Uh, the Italian phase where everybody wanted pasta and spaghetti and meatballs and bread with garlic and olive oil and balsamic. So it's just, it's like a wheel. And we had that ramen. You, you mentioned a few years ago, we, Portland had that ramen like craze. It's one more place. So it's I coming, mean. you know, now it's kind of like <laughs> Spain's turn, I guess. But well, it's just good food. I think it falls into good food that the masses kind of are driven well it's also, it's also conducive to the i think the really cool portland style of eating where you'd rather not order one thing and then look just try uh, everything with a yeah. last night who said i'm so glad we did a little of everything because otherwise we would have all ordered one thing and then i would have regretted not having yes not having XLY. that so, yeah, yeah. so i think spanish food does that but i find it interesting that here we have spanish food catching on a lot in portland but italian hasn't in this city, Italian food really has. You know, I I think that's what's coming. To yeah, be it's quite got honest. To, at some oh no, point. no, no! It's here. It's just slowly. I mean, you got burrasca. You got. I'm not geez. saying it doesn't exist. No, I'm just saying but, you're not having Italian festivals. Well, the thing is, is tough. It's tough. You everybody can make Italian food, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's good. Same with anything. You have 20 ramen shops. That doesn't mean all 20 well, of them t- are good. Well, but on the other hand, that it doesn't. To me, it's, and I could be completely wrong here, but the Italian places that have opened are Portlandizing it. They're doing the farm-to-table Italian, which is great. There are no complaints, but there's no, there aren't a lot of, I shouldn't say there are none, because people are going to say, oh, there's this oh, no. Roma, Ristorante is, yeah, is yeah. nice, but there just aren't a lot, there's not a plethora of great East Coast Italian yeah, food no, here. You don't compare. get that. Yeah, yeah. So, I think it's coming. I think Italians are way, way, way ahead of us. Way and by that, ahead you of mean us. Ahead like when it comes of Spain. He means ahead of Spain. Spain. <laughs> like way, I mean, yeah. pizza, hello. How many pizza sells every every second in, in oh, this country? So right. How many paella? 
Mm. You see the difference? Like, for example, right. I, just, I just to give it an example. I mean, tell like the 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 years way like Italians always more encouraged like to move back in the day and just coming to this country. Rather than this Spain. is simple. We fall back to history. But, How many yeah, Im- Italian yeah. immigrants yeah. were here before? There you go. Yeah. That's it. Or just go to New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> or, or go to a place there's a lot of Italian uh, culture. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, which is, I, I mean, I, I adore it. I mean, I, I, I love it. You know, when I lived in, in New York, we used to go to a place, you know, eat Italian food. Oh, I man. Sacco's pizza. I came, so growing up, my influence was largely Italian food because there were so many Italian places. And here, if people say, hey, where can we go and get some great Italian? It doesn't, does not top of mind for me. Yeah, so you have to think about it for I a have moment. to really think about it and say, well, it's not real. The first thing that comes out of my mouth is we're really not an Italian oasis here. Yeah. So, um, but you can find it. Um, but there's pizza. There's always pizza. You have a favorite pizza place? I'm not a. You're I'm not, not a big a, pizza person. I'm not a great pizza. I mean, I eat it, but I'm not like something real crazy. About. It's not the thing he goes like, "Oh, I'm craving oh, pizza," okay. so I I make but I know him what go. He craves, he craves the the pastries and all. Oh those yes, oh, are yeah. you kidding? So, yes. So, what are your favorite pastry places <laughs> in, in, around? Uh those cookies. Where'd you get those cookies? Oh, well, there's a place they have. Do you, Do you go remember to the name? I'll ask this because I know you're in the general area. Do you go to Baker and Spice? Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I've yeah. been to Baker and Spice. Yes. It's, it's next to my house and yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's nice. I love And when place. he goes by himself, he always gets some sort of pastry and he'll leave the wrapper in the car and then I'll find it <laughs> the next day. Yeah, it's but, great. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I cut down on, on pastry. Yeah, you've done like, a good job. How much weight have you lost? Yeah. Uh... See, uh, well, and like we don't 20, exact... like 26, 26 yeah. pounds. Well, in what period of time? October. Oh, cool. So they'll yeah. allow you on the plane now. You're good. <laughs> no, but not we're not going to point out that you're going to you're going to tip the scales one way or the other. Well, it's the hardest thing. I mean, and I do exercise every morning. But the thing is, I'm not going like extremely nutrition dietary wise because otherwise it will be no fair for me. Because, hello, I mean, I'm at the restaurant. I'm cooking every day. I mean, I have to taste and things. he loves food. But the thing is, <laughs> you have to stay well, you know, yeah. healthy. And you have to stay in shape for the amount of hours that you spend and, and all the, I think, and it has changed completely for the last eight months is with a huge change. Like this, you know, my mind's been like way, way better. And myself, I'm eating less. I mean, yeah, I, I'm really, really... I wanted to mention, like the guys from VC CrossFit at Lovejoy, which is they they make you feel a family. They whipped them into shape. And oh, yeah. you're acting like a car salesman now, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, now you do it. So as long as we're doing that, I'm not going to be remiss in not mentioning. I see. Here's the thing: Jose and I had a little bit of disagreement about how to handle our trips at the restaurant, and I will say, I think it's a cultural thing. You're a little uncomfortable. I think you're perfectly fine one-on-one talking about, hey, come to Spain with us, Barcelona. But you get you in front of 60 people at your restaurant and men. And and so here's the thing. And you mentioned to me, I don't want to feel like a car salesman. My feeling was, I I guess I understand that. But if you really believe how, and it is, how wonderful our trips are, we've taken, we've gone with 24 people. We have 22 who said it's fantastic. I just mentioned, you know, we had two people. Yes. Um, uh, But uh, I feel like it's a public service announcement. I just want to expose it to people. We're not twisting anybody's arm. No, no, absolutely. You have to go. Yeah, I do really 
encourage everyone to join us. I but, think but in a group situation. So I was just giving you a little yeah, tip for, uh, for the just, CrossFit. I mean, it, you'll so do good. the CrossFit. Uh, I'm gonna, I just point that out. I just point. Oh come on! It's all right. I, what? What? I well, can't by, have by you this on. point, he knows you Listen, now, it's Jose. Easier, I mean, it's easier for me to say it here on a podcast, like you know, to encourage everyone to join us for the trip, which is it's for me. It's, it's a remarkable place and, and and it's a it's a fantastic trip two things two reasons we're not only going to eat well and we're going to eat better than anybody can eat in portland for seven days and I anybody think. can eat in barcelona in that amount of time right. and you, you don't have to think no. no one even orders you do all the ordering for everybody even if, if we're at pinocho you yeah. order you order everything and everybody just sits there and you bring it over you don't get jose to wait on you very often the first night we were ever there you were taking orders Absolutely. for the restaurant that didn't even know who you were you Be- were but because again no matter what place we go i want to make sure everyone's happy yeah yes. exactly so there there's that but also i say this what an opportunity because you go out in your restaurant and make the rounds and talk to people yeah. But here's an opportunity to spend a week just hanging out with you when you're relaxed. I know. If you, anybody who sees you in Portland, they get about, I'd say, 17 seconds, and then you got to move on to the next thing yeah. that you're doing. Yeah. You don't have that. We, it's fun. It's really nice. And so you're three, and we've got this kind of figured out um, at this point. We had it figured out in the get-go. The beautiful thing was we'd never done this before, so we started with a blank slate. Yeah. And didn't do yeah. it the way tour companies right. do it. Yeah. And we're still not. So um especially this year. We had a little we had a little experience with a tour company last year. Oh yeah. And uh got through that. <laughs> you so, live, you learn. <laughs> dude, you were you and I that was just awesome that yeah. we got through that. But at any rate, so we're September twentieth, right? September we still 20th. have room. Yeah, we still have room. We yeah. still as a matter of fact, I think we really only have two spots left yeah. because we made reservations at Kanjiban and um, a couple of places where we have only room for, we, we had to decide. I said, let's do two more than we already have. So yeah. that's about all we have. So there we go. We'll so, make it work. If, okay, if a foursome wants to go, we'll, yeah. this guy can, we can make it happen. So, um, anyway, so you can't even talk about it. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know who's turn now. I mean, I, yes, of course. I mean, I, I. I want everyone to come, you know, and I mean, we are really close to leave, you know, it's September and let's bring more people in and let's, I, I just, we just, I think we need a couple, four uh, more. That's all. It'd be yeah. great. And it'd be great if they don't come. We have such a great group of people that are coming. It's Absolutely. As yeah, it's, it's been always great for the last three years. All right. And yeah. thank you, Court, for putting up thank with you. this. Listening <laughs> listen to this car sales pitch. It's not, see, I don't view it that way. I really view it as we got this whole Port- Portland food scene. It's a special we trip. Have this you guys podcast. are sharing it. Yes. And yeah. Of all the things that you can do in this town, which are so many things you can do, right? And now, you know, I started my events thing eight years ago now. Seven, eight? Yeah, it's coming on eight. Um, and when I started, there weren't a lot of things you could do. You could go out to eat. You could go to a plate and pitchfork. You could, you could do one of my things. Now there's a zillion things. I think this is like the... If people are really looking for the best food experience, this is they can definitely out there for sure. Yeah, it's like the coolest. So, anyway, I thank you guys for both doing. Thank it. you for having and, us here, and it's been um, just a treat to get to know you. So we, we did the full disclosure thing, but I absolutely adore both of you, thank and, you. and your dad. Um, I can't wait to see him again. Wait, <laughs> so thanks for coming. Thank Our you pleasure. so much for thank having you. us. Appreciate it's it. Always fun to see you, Chris. 
Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. <laughs>